Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, Matt. <laughs> is that real Jingle Bells, Doug, or is that a, some sort of sound effect you cooked up? Oh, that's my, my real Jingle Bells. Oh, you actually have real Jingle Bells, huh? No, that's since my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> But it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas around here. It is. We got and, uh, we got dumped on this past past weekend. I know. A we nice got solid storm. Very solid, unexpected ten inches of snow. It filled. It you know it really, it really kicked off the holiday spirit. I think it sure did. My my daughter who was four and uh, still heavily heavily believing in Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I think she also thinks she kind of thinks Santa is like omnipotent. And not just a gift giver, so she requested of us that maybe he could create a white Christmas the day before we leave for Spain for her. <laughs> and uh, like the day after she said that, it it just this guy opened up and dumped on us. So <laughs> it wasn't quite the day before we leave, but it was the day that we did our uh, our Christmas celebration here with the kids because we didn't want to bring all those presents to Spain, obviously. Uh, so it, Santa has just uh, just you know solidified his existence in her made mind. a white Christmas for exactly. your daughter. That is pretty cool. Exactly. So you guys got you got ten inches where you are. Yeah. Wow, that's more than we probably got six, maybe maybe five. Oh, really? Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, still pretty pretty decent snowfall. We don't we don't get those. I wouldn't say every year in Asheville we don't get a six inch snowfall. No, no, no. This is the one of the bigger ones that I think we've had here uh-huh. since I moved here. And uh, I don't know. It was kind of exciting because it was out of nowhere. I feel like usually these things build up for like weeks, right? And, you, you know, know just I... kind of being a big disappointment. Mm-hmm. But no one was really talking about this, and then. It just kept on dumping. Unfortunately, yeah. I've been sick, which kind of leads us to uh, some very unfortunate news, I would say. Uh-oh. Which what? is that that our holiday extravaganza was a total bust this year. Oh, yeah, I know. We put it off because I was sick, and then now we're not getting together to do it in person to drink a beer like we traditionally do. Yeah. We were supposed I to know. do it yesterday in person, but then I got sick, and yeah, oh, it's just, what a mess. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We're going to have to, we're doing it. Doing it virtually, we're <laughs> celebrating all yeah. the joy and around the world. That's virtually. exactly right. That's that's the main point of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna do what we usually do, which is which is a whole lot of nothing uh, in particular, just sort of talking about the things that we like. I guess relating them now and then to uh, to veganism as as it you know as it just shows up because it tends to do that in our lives. Um, We'll talk about gifts a little bit. We'll talk about some movies. I hear, Doug, that you have a new a new cocktail. You've you've traditionally mm-hmm. had one of those each year to recommend to us. Yep, uh, at least one other year you did that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's kind of it. We'll just we'll just see where it goes. Yeah, <laughs> that's just kind of all right. I like it. You know, sometimes you don't you don't know where Christmas is going to take you, and that's kind of the philosophy behind this. That's episode. exactly right. I have something to kick us off, which is uh, a fun thing. But uh, you. Oh, we should mention. I saw you. I saw you play uh, drums yesterday. I saw your band play. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks. It was. Uh, it was. It was just funny. It was just. I. I mean, I, I knew you play the drums, but and I've seen you play them a tiny little bit at my house. But uh, and just seeing you up there, up there with the band, jamming out, it was cool. I enjoyed it, and it sounded good. I liked Thanks. the sound. That, I likened that... it to uh, Interpol. Yeah, which is pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> I, it was, I don't. I don't know what the sound you guys are going for, but. It, <laughs> it, yeah, was, well, it was more that than than jam band i thought i was prepared for sort of spaced out kind of uh jammy stuff and it wasn't yeah, that no, it, it uh it's kind of developed a little bit over time too i think we moved away a little bit from the jammy stuff and mm-hmm. tried to tighten it up a little bit and uh yeah so last night we had our first full set uh performance and we ended up getting asked to come back for another gig in january so that'd wow. be fun Hey, there you go. That's good. What was that? At the end of the night after after Yeah, yeah, the bar the bar manager asked so us to come back. That bartender was vegan. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I I cuz I my I had my business card. I, I expenses to to the business because my the beer that I bought. Uh-huh. And uh figured I could do that coming to support a, a business right. partner. That's right. Yep. Um and he he said he pointed to himself and he said 8 days and I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and uh, and he said he'd been vegan for eight days, so he saw the Nomad Athlete card, I guess, and and then was was proud of himself for making it eight days. So, ah, well, that's cool. 
Yeah, I thought maybe that played a role in you getting asked back, but I guess, I no, guess probably I mean, not. Did, did you tell them that? No, I didn't. No, I didn't mention all that. <laughs> well, then, no, we didn't make that connection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're coming back, and uh, it's going to be epic. I'm sure, be, I'm sure it will. It's going to be good. You know, uh, his middle name is Doug. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that had to do with it. Uh, it, may, it might have been. <laughs> cool. So that was fun. That was good times. Um, and like I said, we leave, we leave tonight which is why we couldn't couldn't postpone this episode anymore and do one in person um, for New York and then on to Spain from New York the next day. So that will be fun. And um, before we get into Christmas stuff, I have a, a recommendation to people. There's, oh, let's hear it. So when I was a kid, I used to always do the advent calendars. Did you do mm-hmm. that, Doug? Sure. We open up the new little door each day, mm-hmm. and you get a nice piece of chocolate nice out of candy. there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that. That was just, for some reason, was one of my favorite traditions i thought the chocolate was so good and it just it just built that hype each each day leading towards uh the big one when you get to open the big door and uh i thought maybe you couldn't find that vegan but i did a lot of searching two years ago i should have mentioned this last year but i forgot um did did a good bit of googling and found a company called amanda's own confections that uh that has shipped us really good advent calendars two years in a row they arrive and they're not all broken up or anything and uh just wanted to suggest other people, not not because there's you know I don't we don't get anything for recommending them, but I imagine there are a lot of other parents who would like to have advent calendars for their kids that are vegan and thought you couldn't, but I found them. You found them. That's cool. So are, yes. are there they're actually chocolates or pieces of candy? They're, yeah, just vegan chocolates in there. They look otherwise identical to uh, the advent calendars that I had when I was a kid. Well, that is cool. It is cool. Is her is her thing. That it, she's vegan. I mean, is it like a vegan? Is it I think it's like I think it's all dairy-free confections, and because there's not eggs or anything in there, um, I believe that makes it vegan. Very cool. Yes. Yeah, so I was happy to find that. And um, are you going to take them with you, or did you count no, down? No. So so we were this. We actually just discussed this today. We had a, had a sit down talk, my wife and I, because <laughs> <laughs> too many things were getting made it into the bags Uh-oh. that I thought should not make it into the bags. Uh, including a, a rock star Barbie doll in the full box, which I was, I was in, I'm in favor of that one because, because we, so we did Christmas presents here on the snow day on Saturday, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to have like something. We want to have Santa still arrive in Spain and at least bring something little. So we have this this rock star Barbie that she wanted. So we're bringing that, and then we just, I don't know. I tried to really do do it minimalist this time because when we last went to Europe in October, we realized that rolling suitcases is not a good idea there's just too many cobblestone streets and stuff so we said this time we're doing backpacks we're going to streamline the thing i ordered new like backpacks that are designed for they're not supposed to be minimalist travel but when i googled minimalist travel tips and things like that these are the backpacks that came up and one of them is carry-on friendly the ones that we got are made by osprey Mm -hmm. um so it actually turned out this is gonna be one of my gift lists. It's a great backpack, the Osprey. It's the forty-six, I think, is the name of mine, which means forty-six liters, and it's the maximum size you can carry onto a plane in the U.S. Um, we also got a bigger one that because we're not ready to both do the minimalist thing yet with having to bring the bring the kids stuff too. Uh. So <clears throat> anyway, we did get two Ospreys, and Doug, I set foot in an REI to to get one. Hey, I I, I lifted my my self-imposed REI ban that I had. Because they because of the assault they're leading on my favorite holiday, which is Black Friday, <laughs> I, cause I actually had ordered it on Amazon first because uh-huh. I would I would much rather support a, a nice company like Amazon instead of an evil empire like REI. <laughs> but but the uh, snowstorm delayed the shipment, so the backpack is not arriving until today. So what I did was said I just said I'm gonna have to go to REI, deal with it. Went and did it, got it. Great backpack, and you know what? They were nice people in there. It was not the evil empire that I worried it might be. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle, man. I'm, <laughs> sure I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that. And I just looked up the pack, and I have an older version of that. It's a great. Pack. Oh yeah, the yeah, same it's, one. It's Oscar. like a suitcase, but it's a backpack. Right. Exactly. And not not a lot of frills, but it just it does a lot of things. has a has a nice, you know, different pockets that you need, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a nice functional bag. So yeah. Anyway. I've taken that. I've taken that backpack around the world. Oh yeah, well, not really around the world, but I've taken it to Africa and South America. I I'd say that's around the world. Mm-hmm. So there you go, uh, minimalist backpack, Osprey. Actually, the one that I had was going to get was a Tortuga. You heard of that one, Doug? No. It's just another company that does these travel. It's I realize with backpacks, there's like backpacks for hiking and 
outdoorsy stuff, and then there's backpacks for travel. Right. Two different classes. And you can kind of get some some hybrids. But uh, I was going to get the Tortuga, which is, a, I think, more of a strictly travel backpack. I could mm. be wrong about that. But anyway, uh, that I think that's the one that... I forget. I forget how it all worked out. But anyway. Ah, the Tortugas are, 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 are more hip-looking. Yeah, they are. They don't look... Not as many, like, strings and things hanging off of them. Mm-hmm. But that uh, you, I think you'll be happy with that ostrich pack. Good. Well, I'm glad to know that. Yeah. It's a nice nice recommendation. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that, that spoils one of my gift alerts. I'm, I'm getting very into this idea of... I mean, I, we just... I've never really thought of it this way. And I've packed so much stuff. I've packed so many extra things for trips. And it's always been like, well, why not? Because we're bringing a suitcase anyway. So, you know, I'm not going to fit this all in a tiny little backpack when I go on a week-long trip. So I always just pack way too much. And I'm excited about this taking this streamlining idea to to travel rather than just everyday life. Yeah. Well, so I I got a question for you. You're traveling for Christmas for, I mean, we, I'm sure we've all traveled for Christmas, but um, you know, I've always kind of thought that it would be really cool to, I don't know, go to Hawaii or something for Christmas, go somewhere totally different away from family, just like my immediate family. Um. And do you know just kind of do a very non-traditional Christmas? There's a movie about this, Doug. What's that? There's a movie about this Christmas with the Cranks, which <laughs> I haven't seen. Um, oh my god, how, you gotta get on that. How did uh, I mean? How are you feeling about? It? You know, like are you are you nostalgic at all about missing out on on your traditional Christmas, the tree and everything? Do you guys even have a tree we, right now? We went got a tree, got a smaller tree than usual. But okay. it's it's actually still a pretty. We usually get a giant tree. We just tend to get a tree that is too big for our space, and <laughs> this time we didn't. We got one that is the appropriate size. We felt like we were getting a small tree, but it turns out we got one that was the appropriate size. Decorated it very quickly because it was a smaller. So it's been it's, it's felt good. We've had a tree. It's been nice. We did the Christmas morning thing with the kids here, which that kind of felt weird. I will admit that when we just didn't. I don't know. It just it just didn't feel like Christmas just because everyone else wasn't doing Christmas, even mm-hmm. with the snow and all that. So we did that. Uh, and that was good. I actually have thought that a little bit. So we we typically um, have stayed here, and Aaron's family comes and visits, and it's it's like a very hectic time, which everyone's not everyone's, but a lot of people's Christmas is. I mean, you just you try to cram in as much family as you can, as much friends as right. you can, and you do all this different stuff. And I, you know, I think I'm looking forward to actually having a break from it being as hectic. Like we'll be traveling, and I love seeing them. It's not like it has anything to do with them, but just the the. It'll be, it'll be a little more calm. It won't be crowded. And what I have sensed is I, I have this little sense of like, man, I'm going to actually sort of miss that. And what I think, though, is that this is a net good because I think what it will do is is make me sort of appreciate those things, right? All, all this mm. busyness and hecticness, I, will, I think to not have it for a year might uh, make me realize why we do it. That's my hope anyway. Or maybe I'll find out that, I, that it's way better to be calm. It's <laughs> way better to just disappear. Right. Yeah. And if we find that out, then then so be it. Then we will have learned that as well. You know, like, I, I feel like I'm complaining here, and I guess I kind of am, but, um, you know, Christmas is after you get married, uh, and when both of our families have basically two sets of families due to divorce. Right. Yep. Um, you know, it just it gets really complicated about seeing people and where you're going to go, and there's all this yeah. kind of tension around all, all that stuff and you know it always is great once you get there and you know you have a great time and everything is wonderful but um you know it's just, it's a stressful time and i kind of have always thought that it would be really cool to just disappear me and katie and eliza just kind of head off <laughs> right yeah definitely we have we have a similar situation with my family and it is just a lot of people to see and well, a couple of years ago we kind of decided we weren't doing that anymore well even before we moved to Asheville, when we were kind of closer to family it was more hectic then because we we had everyone nearby, um, and so like Christmas Day would just be three or four different things we were doing, and by the end of the day the kids would be crying because there were no more presents to have, even though they got fifty <laughs> during the day because they would keep going from house to house and getting stuff, and I was like this is not how it's supposed to be, so we just we cut it out and we said we're doing one thing on christmas maybe we're, i forget what we have what, what our rule was but we made some sort of shift that said we're doing only one thing and then if we want to see other people that's fine but we're not going to try to do it all on christmas day we'll see some people the day before mm-hmm. we'll see them the next day mm-hmm. so i agree with you that is a that is a huge thing um doug you should you should really check out christmas with the cranks it features tim allen uh jamie lee curtis and uh it's just excellent 
Where can it's, I watch it? You can watch it on Hulu if you have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have Spectrum TV, it's also on demand there. I don't have Spectrum, but I will check out Hulu. Okay, good. It's it's uh it's solid. It's based on I think it was a John Grisham book called Skipping Christmas, and. To be honest, when I saw it about 10 years ago in the theater, I, I hated it, and then uh, it kind of went into the realm of, like, crappy Christmas movie, and then I started to like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, you know, it's a good one. We, we, can't, we can't jump ahead of ourselves and get no, too much can't. into the... No, we can't. not going to do that. Into the Christmas movies. But, but it is about, they're going to they're gonna skip the whole Christmas, they're going to not make their donations, they're not going to put decorations, and then their, their neighborhood starts getting mad at them, and then all this stuff happens, and it just... Oh, you know what? Maybe hilarity ensues. Okay, good. So yeah, not very memorable. Then, maybe, <laughs> yeah. It's confusing I'll, for my I'll kids. Check it out again. See, my, we see we also do the Santa Claus series, Santa Claus one, two, and three, with which also features Tim Allen. Uh-huh. And so, the, my daughter thinks he's still him in this new movie, and it's just, and it's just <laughs> <laughs> she thinks he's still Scott Calvin, and this doesn't work. That's funny. Yeah. So, all right. Man, why no, is Tim Allen in so many Christmas movies? I don't know. Is it? I mean, it's just those. I mean, because he because he got in the Santa Claus series, right? And he the, he, no. he probably didn't know it was going to be a runaway hit, and they just have to keep churning them out. But they did. Yeah. All right. So what else? We're not going to do movies yet. I mean, okay. movies isn't even a fun. It's it's just a, it's just a fun <laughs> list of the movies I've watched this year. <laughs> just an opportunity for me to make fun of you. And you seem to be okay with. That. I do. I like I like to play this character because it's it's true. It's, it's authentic. I do like a bad Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, last night at the at the concert, it even came up, and yeah, you, I you were bonding with my cousin over it. Who bonded with her husband over it? Who over holiday with handcuffs, her right? Yeah, which is which is coincidental. I mean, that, that specific movie that is my that's my number one seed holiday movie, uh, and that's the one that she and her and her husband first found common ground. That, she said that's how they knew they were compatible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's holiday in handcuffs, which we'll get to in a minute. <laughs> let's see if we can just trickle out all of the holiday <laughs> yeah. movies we might i've already mentioned five of them <laughs> all right so um so what are you uh what are you asking for for christmas this year all right so what i'm asking for isn't very much I, i'm i'm harder and harder to buy for each year aaron says and it's true and i'm fine with that i like i'm actually i'm getting less and less into having stuff and not even like that deliberately i kind of just don't don't want stuff anymore i just don't i can't even think of things that i want it just mm-hmm. not not like trying to be like the guy who's the you know counterculture anti anti capitalist right none of that I just I don't know I'm interested in a few things and I have all the stuff that I could possibly want in about those things and that's it so I'm hard to buy for uh, the only things that I have thought of this year is a nice set of knives I got some knife sharpeners last year which was nice um, and I've done those but I've also kind of scuffed up my other knives in the process of learning to use the knife sharpener. So, <laughs> so, so what I need is, uh, is a nice new set of knives now that I know how to use the whetstone. You know, I think that was on my list a while ago. Oh, yeah? Uh, what, um, what, what are you asking for? I, see, that's the thing. I don't even have one. Maybe I'll find something in Spain. I don't know how you get knives home, but I guess you just stick them in your checked bag. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, that's the problem. I asked, I said I really like knives, but I'm very, I don't know. I just figured I'm not going to know until I go in and see one and fool around with it. And by the way, when I say set of knives, I'm also, I don't think you need a set of six knives. I used to think that's what you got to get for a set. I think a regular, a good chef's knife and a paring knife, and I don't, I don't know that you need anything more than that. Maybe a, maybe a middle size kind of utility knife, but I don't know. So many of those extra knives just sit there. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with you there. A good chef's knife. Which so what's what is, what's the chef's knife first? Or which is the chef knife? Is that the one with like the little grooves in it? Or is no. It oh, the grooves. The grooves are like a like a santoku knife. Mm. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Those little dimples. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean, that, you can get a chef's knife that is santoku style, if you want. That's just like oh, okay. a type of knife. Chef's knife, you know, is the, is the large knife. I think they're typically eight or nine inches, mm-hmm. may, maybe as small as seven inches. But you can get them up to like a foot long if you're a big, you know, restaurant chef. Uh, so you know, one one big go to 
standard all-purpose knife is is the chef's knife. So you okay. need that one. And then, you know, paring knife is nice. I use that so infrequently that honestly, I don't even know if I need a new one of those. I can just have our current ones. And you can get all, I mean, if you buy a knife set, you'll get a, a boning knife, whatever that is for. I don't know if that, is that for fish boning? I don't know. You get that. It's a boning knife. <laughs> it's like a serrated kind of middle size utility knife size thing. Mm, okay. Like six, seven inch knife. And I, I actually don't, I've, I know it's called a boning knife. I don't know if it's for boning fish or what it's for, but I have no, no use for it. So then there's that utility knife. And that's all the knives I really know, to be honest. Bread knife. Bread knife. And you know what? You know, I have I have learned to appreciate the bread knife yeah. recently. Bread knife yeah. is good. Yeah, if you I mean, I don't know. For some reason I just never pulled out the bread knife, even when I was cutting bread. Oh it my makes God. life so much easier. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. No, I don't either. You were missing out. There's also a toma- a tomato knife. You know that, Doug? It's basically well, I just that was the same as a paring knife. No, my tomato knife is a is a very small miniature bread knife. So what if I have to cut a baguette, the tomato knife works just fine because it's small. Uh, but it's kind of flimsy. A bread knife is a little bit stiffer than that and much larger. Does it have like a little pointer thing at the end? Yeah, has a point at the end. Well, no, like like a double, like a fork pointer type thing. No, like a bread slicer? No, I'm, t- I'm talking about your tomato knife. No, no fork. Just, okay. just a regular knife point. You know those, you know those colored knives that got popular a while ago, that have little plastic sleeves on them. Yes. Do they have fork points on them? I have a red one that I think sounds a lot like the tomato knife you're talking about, but it has like a little fork huh. type thing on it. No, don't know about that. So anyway, um, I have a, I have a knife on my list, and I have there's two cookbooks that I would like. One is called Autentico, and it's like uh, Italian recipes. Mm-hmm. I just I just like that authentic Italian cooking. It's it's not a vegan book, but that kind of stuff is really easy to veganize for the most part. You just don't put the cheese. Um, obviously, you're not going to make the meat recipes, but there's just not. It's just so much of it is based on oil or something instead of butter, and just lots and lots of vegetables, lots of fresh pastas that you can do without eggs. So that is fun for me. And there's a book I had never heard of this until I did. So we have a local bookstore, Malaprops, Doug, that you know of, of course. Yeah, uh, you you were featured there as a yeah. As did you know that author? Right? Did I tell you that? I, w- I went there. Went to your book book event. Oh oh no. So yes, I was I was there as an author, but and that was for like a little uh, panel thing when the Nominati Cookbook came out. And yeah. I spoke there at my my first book at the end of that book tour. Oh. But but I went back there. So they did a like local. It was like support your independent bookseller thing on Small Business Saturday this past mm. one. So Stephanie and I went there along with a bunch of other local authors and just were like kind of there hanging out awkwardly in the in the stacks for an hour. <laughs> it, it really was quite awkward. Like we was just like hovering around people and like I didn't know. To, I didn't really talk to anybody. I kind of just stood there. So did anyway. People, did, did people know that you, you were an author? No. I mean we had the special shirts on that would that would signify such, but I don't oh, think okay. I don't think anyone – the vast majority of the foot traffic to that store – didn't know that there was an author event going on and didn't have, you know, the shirts weren't like vibrant or, or neon enough to call attention. So we, I could have just been a random guy kind of hovering around and people were <laughs> wondering why. <laughs> Not that it was a bad event. I think I think to a more outgoing author, like the person who talks to people and like can strike up conversations, they would be fine. They would just say, hey, I'm an author, I'm here. But I, I of course, can't do that. I just kind of got to like, you know, be weird. <laughs> I'd love to know what people thought of you. I would do. Hanging around the uh, cookbook section. So, I, I uh, would too. Is your book back in there? I was in there not long, not that long ago, and it was yeah, it was out of stock. They have both. They have both the first and the second book, which Very is cool. cool. Yeah. So anyway, um, the point of this whole story was oh, so I, as I was there, just kind of killing time in the cookbook section, I was just looking at books, uh, and I picked up this one called Smith and Daughters, which is a vegan cookbook. It says something like a cookbook that happens to be vegan or something like that, and it's all this sort of I've been looking for a Spanish cookbook, so there's a lot of Spanish food, and there's, like, there's a paella recipe, but there's also a lot of, uh, I guess, like Latin sort of food, so Spanish-like, Mexican-like, Puerto Rican-like, but not not typically Spanish, I don't think. But anyway, it's, it was looked like a really, really great book as I was leafing through it, so I am excited to check out that one as well. So that's on my Christmas list. That's good. Yes. Um... So that that's all I'm asking for. The backpack is uh, is it something that I would recommend anybody check out who who wants to get into that, or or if you know a 
traveler type who could who could use a get away from the suitcase and have a, have a nice carry-on that carries a lot of stuff. That's an idea. And I have one more thing to recommend, but I'll do that in just a second, Doug, because I need to uh, need to Google some details about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what do you got? Well, yeah, so, so my... Um, you know, I'm kind of in the same boat as you this year where I have most of the things that I, that I want. Like, I have the gadgets that I want and uh, running stuff. And, you know, it's just like, like we bought this house and... Um, you know, we've, it just feels comfortable right now. I don't really want to clutter it with all this stuff. Right. So I've been trying to think about what to ask for, for Christmas and thinking hard about it. And what I've decided is that I am asking for, and and Katie and I are both doing this. We're asking for things that, um, things that we wouldn't probably wouldn't buy for ourselves, but will help our lives be much easier. If that makes sense. So, um, we're, we're asking for some, some power tools cause I've been doing some construction stuff. Nice. I like it. Um, sort of, I don't actually, <laughs> I like that you're doing that. Yeah. Um, we're asking for a bunch of gardening stuff because we have, you know, like a bunch of hand tools, but, uh, oh, I don't know if I told you this, but we put it in a garden in the back of the, you did, you told it? me that probably, okay. I think even on this podcast. <laughs> probably did probably told everybody that <laughs> yeah. all of our listeners but we last weekend we put in a garden oh you know what no it was during our nomad athlete tribe hangout that we did ah that's okay. what it was we talked right. gardens on there um yeah like two weekends ago the weekend before the storm we put in two two big flower beds 25 foot flower beds um not flower beds garden beds and uh but we don't have any tools for like so we don't have any a hoe we don't have any kind of like real tools that would be good for the garden so i mean things we probably don't really need but will definitely make make gardening easier, right? Right. So so we're asking for that type of thing and I think that's the new philosophy that um that I'm that I'm going for is is the things that I probably wouldn't invest in by myself. I would have just borrowed them or done without them. But uh they're gonna be really nice to have. There you go. That's what makes a good gift, right? Somebody something that somebody wouldn't have bought for themselves. Yeah, and I'm you know I'm trying to steer away from the obvious you know like like running stuff, you know, those are things I am going to buy for myself. Like if I need a new pair of running shoes or a new, uh, you know, pair of shorts or like a new running jacket or something like that. Like that's the stuff I'm going to invest in anyway. I'm going to buy that and that. And, you know, you can you can ask for that for Christmas so then you don't have to buy it, of course. But if I'm going to buy it anyway, you know, I might as well just buy it myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so this is for the, for <laughs> Good the extra. practical Christmas. Yeah. Um. Yes, not a good gift-giving strategy, I don't think, just for, uh, like, if you were to give Katie a gift and she wasn't on board with that whole philosophy. <laughs> That's true. I think it just seems like people, lots of many people don't want the practical solution as their gift. Yeah, no, that's true. But if you guys are in it together, then, yeah, then it's great. Then, then you're not wasting any money. You're just buying stuff that you need, uh-huh. and that'll make life easier. The one, the, the kind of two exceptions to that are... Um are a watch i'm getting katie a, a watch watch uh-huh right does she beautiful. know that yet uh she will if she listens to this episode I know, you gotta tell her not to listen to it <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> um no it's not not a huge surprise because we we talked about we talked about it we talked about what something she would want okay um so she's gonna get a new watch and uh there there was um <laughs> yeah, i said no running stuff there there was one running thing that i did ask for oh yeah what's that um, it is uh, a, a water purifier that is like a packable water purifier, like a right. Um, so that didn't describe it very well at all. Not it's, like one um, of those filters that goes on the end of a bottle. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. But like a like a real like water purifier, not like a not like a Brita filter, but like to, where you can take water it from the stream. Gets bacteria out of it and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. So for my mountain runs, I because right now my my. I have a water, like a backpacking water purifier that like is like this pump thing, very right. impractical for running. And so when I run, if I need to purify water, I, I carry iodine tablets and then it just, it makes the bottles look all weird and it tastes bad. So this hmm. is a good alternative to that. Cause now they have all these tiny, tiny little water filters and I just hadn't never had one. So, right. So on a typical, just regular run, you would use that like a long run you're going on? Yeah, like if I'm if I'm going on a long run in the mountains, yeah, then I don't have to carry as much water. Right. How does it? So it operates like fast enough and on its own that you don't need to be doing something and like stop your run and have a little break to pump the water. 
Well, you'd stop the run to fill up your bottle. Mm-hmm. And then you, uh, so it comes with, uh, the one that I asked for is about the size of, I don't know, maybe a finger. Okay. Um, and it attaches to the end of a little plastic sack that, um, that rolls up really small. So you fill up the, the sack with water, you attach that on the end, and then you squeeze it into your bottle. Ah, okay. Um, and then, so by the time it gets to your bottle, it's purified, but when you're not using it, it's only about the size of your finger. Gotcha. So cool. Very packable. Good. Is there is there a specific brand you recommend to the people listening? Yes, as a matter of fact, there is. Let me. While I'm doing that, why don't you talk about your? Um... <laughs> Good. All right. So all that excess noise that you may have heard was me googling around trying to find the name of my pots and pans that I ordered last year, which I mentioned at some point. I don't know if it was on this podcast or in our hangout. Um, but I ordered last. You know how I like Black Fridays, Doug. My Black Friday purchase of last year was a new set of pots and pans. We got a great deal on it, and uh, I forget what the normal. I think it was three hundred dollars back then. We got it for two hundred, but it's and that's that's kind of cheap for pots and pans. Like we had had for the I don't know for probably six eight years prior to that, probably even from before we were vegetarian or vegan, we had the, still the same pots and pans. They were nonstick originally, as they used to be nonstick, and that stuff had all worn away. And we just kept saying like. What are we like every time we cook food? What is what is going into our food? Like, just the coating is actually gone, so who knows what these things are made of that is just leaching into our food every time we cook. So, we said we need new pots and pans. And aside from that, once the once I mean, people question the, the health of non stick anyway. I don't, I've heard it also kind of be defended by people who are smart as well. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know that non stick is necessarily a bad thing, uh, it may be, but anyway, the fact that that had worn away. Uh, made it just a nightmare to clean these pots and pans that we had. And they, you know, we still, they were only six or eight years old, so we still thought of them as like our new ones, but they, they weren't. They were old. So we had been wanting them forever. I'd gotten into, kind of got sucked into that whole, um, oh, I'm blanking on the name. The pot, the ones that, that are cost like $5,000, and there's, um, they're big among the vegans, they're big among the oil free crowd. They are this whole different system. I can't believe I'm blanking on this name. They present them on the cruise every year. There's like a, a big thing. Um, yeah, I got no idea. You don't know? Okay, I'll, I'll look it up then at some point. But it's it's just a... So I was kind of into that, and, and they had convinced me that that was the only healthy way to cook because of the whatever. I don't even know. As far as not leaching stuff into your food. But anyway, I did some shopping around, found some, found this, and I found this. It's a Cuisinart Multi-Clad Pro Stainless Steel. So it is now an Amazon's Choice Prime, 197 bucks. Uh, came with like three three skillet size things uh three more deeper pots and uh steamer and lids and it just has been such a good set of stuff it's a year later the bottoms have gotten a little discolored like the bottoms that actually are in contact with our with our stove mm-hmm. um but like we've had so many situations where we're like well that's going to ruin the whole inside of the pan because it's something is totally stuck to it or we left something for too long or whatever and then it just wipes right out it just like no matter how bad that is cooking disaster is it just you you maybe have to soak it for a little bit, but even that is not much. It just stuff just wipes right out of it. It's, I just love it. I can't believe I wait, went that long having these beat up old used to be non stick pans. Uh, so anyway, these just good old stainless steel Cuisinart, two hundred bucks for a great set of of pots and pans. My best purchase of the year, perhaps. That's a pretty big endorsement there. It is, and again, no. Uh, Believe it or not, I'm making endorsements without without a financial incentive to do so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we need to say this, but uh, you know, none of the recommendations here this week are. No, they're not. Are endorsed or no, are they are no, not? Sorry. They're all endorsed. They're none of them are paid. That's correct. Yeah. Um. Good. Yeah, that's that's good, and you know, it's again, that's one of those things that uh, you might not be ready to buy for yourself but if you have a good set of pots and pans it can save you a lot of trouble and maybe prevent you from dying down the road (laughs) if you're you're poisoning yourself every time you cook a nice meal it's not good you think you're you think you're all healthy because you're eating vegan and it turns out the pot is killing you exactly that is exactly right you know what else i need to do i need to get rid of all my plastic uh like cookware like uh spoons and stuff Mm. I have like a plastic ladle still and every time I put it into a pot of soup or stew I'm just can't imagine what is happening what reaction is going on that is bringing that plastic into my food and I just can't believe I still have it I need to just go on and order a $5 stainless steel uh, ladle 
and spoons. Uh-huh. But I just haven't done it. I just just seems like just just one more thing I can't get to. So another good another good gift idea there. Gotta get the wooden plastic your... or the wooden the wooden spoons and the wooden spoons are nice. Like... I do have some wooden spoons, but I need need to replace all my plastic ones. Maybe 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 that's a good uh, good Christmas gift for me. Maybe. Oh, I got another one. Oh, let's hear it. This one I'm going to be giving to someone in my life, so I hope he or she is not listening. Um, Dr. Gregor's new cookbook, which is called, I think it's just the How Not to Die Cookbook. Doug, you haven't missed this boat, have you? <laughs> I have missed this boat. Okay, well, just Google Michael Gregor, How Not to Die. He has the book How Not to Die. That's not what I'm talking about. That itself is a great book, but he has a cookbook coming out that is just his recipes. And I don't know, he's someone who I just follow a lot. I trust him. He... You know, mainstreamers would consider him extreme because he he promotes this vegan diet, plant based diet, hundred um, percent. But I feel like he's just sort of a reasonable guy. Like Furman stuff is out there, and he, I, I you know, Furman will put out a bunch of recipes that you taste them, and it's like, okay, I, this tastes really healthy, but I can't imagine actually eating this for that long. And he, I mean, he has some good ones too. But when I've done his stuff, it's just hard. There's no salt. There's no oil. There's no. There's nothing to make it good. And that's fine if you can get used to eating that way, but. Uh, I feel like Gregor's stuff is a little bit more to the center, sort of like still really, really healthy, but also he knows if you're not going to eat it, then it doesn't do you any good. So Right. Yeah, it's called the How Not to Die Cookbook. 100, 100 plus recipes to help prevent dot, dot, dot. Yes. Cut off. Prevent who knows what. And <laughs> <laughs> now I got to know. Exactly. <laughs> What's it preventing? Maybe he never tells you. That's why you got to get it. You just got to prevent any possible ailment. <laughs> <laughs> and that that uh i keep i keep talking about this brown smoothie of his that i've been drinking this just 100 percent vegetables that you just blend up into this very thick brown mixture that's a that's a good exception to the rule that i just said that gregor would probably not put something in there that's too too bad but uh I, it's it's a video that i saw him do and he emailed it around but it's inspired by a recipe that's in his book actually in this in this how not to die cookbook so you can you can get that smoothie recipe there too all right all right Yes. What else? Kindle, the Kindle uh, Paperwhite did not Paperwhite. make my list this year. No. We, I, we thought very hard about getting one for my son because he's at the point where he's, he reads a lot and it would just make sense for him to have a Kindle. But uh, I don't know. Ended up getting some Nintendo Switch games instead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Kindle Paperwhite. Who's that is more for, man? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the the brand of the water filter is, is Sawyer, S-A-W-Y-E-R. Okay. It's called the Sawyer Mini. There you go. Good. All right. So no uh, no big expensive running shoes for you this year, Doug? No, you know. I mean, some of, you know, like power tools and stuff are expensive. But no, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, I just, I don't, I don't feel like asking for too much running stuff. Mm-hmm. Plus, you just it's get not it all because free, I'm not right? jazzed on running. Because actually, I'm more jazzed on running right now than I have been in a long time. It's just uh, I feel like I have a bunch of running stuff, and I'm just gonna use that, right? And just keep getting free stuff from from suppliers who want, just want you to review it on Rocky Ground. I mean, yeah, like uh, you know, <laughs> that's true. I've got to um, I got to acknowledge the fact that <laughs> that I'm fortunate enough to get a lot of stuff for free, right? You know what I this this is unrelated, but it actually is a good gift day if you can find it. I I wasn't planning on it, so I did no research. But uh, I have a pair of New Balance shoes. I probably mentioned this another year that I whenever it snows, which isn't that much, they're mm-hmm. awesome snowshoes. They they work for of course they're meant for running, and they're basically shoes that are inside of they're not not detachable, but they're a running shoe inside of this kind of outer layer that you zip up around them, and. It like keeps all the water out and keeps everything out, and I just wear them in snow boots, and they're perfect. They keep my feet warm, and they don't ever get wet, and I don't have to have big boots taking up space in my closet. So they're awesome. They're from New Balance. I don't know the name or anything, but if you look up New Balance, you know all weather snowshoes, you probably can find them. Not yeah. not snowshoes. But... Yeah, you've had those since your hundred miler. You've had those for a long time. Yes, and and I forgot them. If I would have just brought those to the hundred, it could have been a totally different story. I might I might just be knocking out hundreds now, Doug, instead of. Instead of lamenting that I that I can't get into running anymore, <laughs> you could be you could be winning winning hundred mile race. You, you never know. Fate just took a took a, a different turn when I forgot to put those shoes in my bag. <laughs> they would have kept all the mud out, all those mud issues. If I just would have had those shoes, I would have avoided all those blisters. Mm. Who knows? A butterfly flapping its wings in uh, 
what is it? Brazil makes a tornado somewhere else? <laughs> Something like that. Butterfly effect. <coughs> All right. Excuse what me. else? All right. So I, you know, so I guess that's it for my Christmas uh, gifts. Is okay. Anything? Anything else you got? I have no more gifts than that. Nope. I feel like this was kind of a, a anticlimactic Christmas list here for both of us. Yeah, it it was. We're maturing. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> we, we don't have as much flashy stuff anymore. Shiny I objects. Guess so. I guess so. Yeah. You know what? Um, what a member of my family asked for a bunch of is like these those like Hatchels. those like single use kitchen gadgets that unitaskers. Um, Unitaskers, yeah, yeah, okay, like a like like an avocado right. slicer. Oh my god, it's its worst. Yeah, strawberry pitter, strawberry <laughs> strawberry pitter is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. He asked for a couple of those, and uh, I mean, oh my god. Uh, you know, you gotta sit him down. Him, if it you makes just, him happy, no, it makes... no, that's not right. You need to sit him down, and explain what's going on, and just set him on a new path. I really hope he doesn't listen to this episode. I <laughs> <laughs> would feel so bad. <laughs> Who is it? I'm not gonna Come say. Come on! No, I'm not gonna say. Paul? <laughs> no, no, it's not Paul. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Paul, I would totally sit him down and be like, "Dude, <laughs> I don't, I don't quite have that relationship with this guy." Is this guy like just post college? Got got a new place, trying to outfit it with all the stuff. <laughs> no, not really. No? Actually, no. Okay. Well, I suggest you do subtly. Put this episode on his iPhone or something, and then disclaim it wasn't him. But I would feel so bad talking about it. I would feel so bad. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, I think we've all been through a phase where you get a bunch of unitaskers. You go to IKEA, the first big trip after college, and you see all these things, and you want them, and you think, oh, that's going to make a lot of sense when I have to pit an avocado, or when I have to slice bread, getting a bread slicing knife, not not a bread knife, but the thing that has the extra piece on it that that like adjust so that you can make just the perfect slice of bread (laughs) uh that the the yo nana's device that that blends your frozen bananas into ice cream these are all mistakes that i personally have made by the way (laughs) yeah you're you're a little specific uh and these and they just sit even even the the juicer just the straight up juicer i feel like it's kind of a cobweb gatherer eventually yeah you go through your phase and then uh and then yeah. you end up giving it to Goodwill when you when you KonMari your house. Exactly. You know what? I actually rebought something that I KonMari'd away, uh, <clears throat> which is a fitness device, a rebounder. I bought it for the kids because they really want that. And I figured, <laughs> I figured if we have a rebounder, maybe I'll stand on it when I'm when I'm playing FIFA or something, and I'll just not stand on it, bounce on it, and get a little cellular activity going. You're sound, starting to sound like a, a good buddy at Sid Garza Hill. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I just figured if it if it, if, we, if it happened in the living room, if people are tending to watch TV or play Nintendo, then having a piece of equipment there that maybe someone would bounce on while they do that would be nicer. Would be good. So anyway, I I I feel a little silly because I got one a while ago, threw it away, said we don't ever use this, and now I'm buying one again. What well, I mean, that's kind of the the philosophy, right? Is like, uh, yeah, not, it's, mean, actually, it, you're right. It's a perfect example of that. Because uh-huh. because I felt silly, but it was only thirty dollars, and I'm glad I didn't store a trampoline for five years instead yeah. of just buying a new thirty dollar trampoline rebounder. There you go. Yes, rebounder. Don't call it trampoline. Yeah, it's rebound. So it's I don't know. I think rebounding. I think rebounder is actually the the old school term, isn't it? Like I when it was a phase, it. when it was a fitness craze. It still is, apparently, <laughs> in the. In the vegan community. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, 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 every cell in your body gets exercised, apparently. <laughs> I, I think right. that's the idea. It's, it somehow exercises your lymph system or something, people say. That gravitational pull. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, you, you got me. Let's go back to Christmas. Okay, back to Christmas. <laughs> well, that holiday. was Christmas. I bought it was a Christmas gift. Oh, it was. It showed up yesterday. Yeah. Were they Were they happy about it? Kind of. It's been weird because... They got all this stuff on, on Christmas morning, but the snowstorm delayed a bunch of other stuff that was supposed to come the day before that, uh. and Christmas morning wasn't Christmas morning. It was, it was a, you know, December 8th or whatever. Um, so the, the presents have been, like, trickling in since then, 
And so, like, we wrapped the first shipment that came in, which was just two things, a Barbie horse and a, and a Mario Odyssey for Nintendo Switch. We wrapped those up, put them in the tree. Then the rebounder came, and, like, the kids just got it at the door, and they're like, oh, okay, cool, it's a rebounder. And then that was it. And then uh, this morning I, I added another Switch game. I downloaded this one for the plane and said, hey, guess what Santa put on the thing overnight? <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just the, the sort of... Uh, I don't know. The thrill, I think, is, has, is gone now that the gifts are just showing up. And they just, we just inform them of, the, of a new gift. This is the, the Christmas that never ends. <laughs> That's right, and it's going to happen again in Spain. I know. And uh, <laughs> Ellery's going to be really confused. <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway, we're probably boring people with all these details. Hey, there we go. Some nice music from Doug's Jingle Bells. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I got, um, I got two... You know, we've been we've been rambling on for about forty five minutes now, so I don't know how much longer we want to go. But I got two two more kind of topics that I think we should touch on, and then then we should share the cocktail recipe. Yep. And I got my Christmas movie list that I'm gonna. Oh, run and down. Christmas, man, we got so many things. So this it's really fast. It's a long list, but I I can just list them. Okay. All right. So um. So we. Uh, you know, you, we've talked about you traveling and doing that kind of Christmas, right? So I'm, I'm, uh, we're, we're hosting Christmas this year, and we're hosting members from uh, both families. It's gonna be a full house. Mm-hmm. We have an Airbnb down the street, housing some people. We got people staying here. It's gonna be a bunch of people wow. in our, in our house this year, um, which uh, is not that big. I mean, you know, it's perfect size for my family, but um, it's gonna be a lot of people. So. Uh, one thing we've decided to do that I think is gonna is, is good advice for everybody. So we're gonna try to do as much activities out of the house as possible. Ah. Like we're gonna we have we have evenings out planned, we have um runs planned with those who run, we have disc golf planned, we have all these kind of activities. Hikes, mm-hmm. all kinds of things to get people out of the house. So there's like we we feel less like trapped i think you know there's too many too many family too much right adrenaline around christmas and food and mm-hmm. all the stuff we're, we're like maybe if we're just outside a lot then we'll be right interesting interesting idea doug i'll report back on how it goes next next holiday extravaganza so i i like it i like that it it, it also promotes activity is that part of the reason trying to get people active yeah yeah exactly is mm-hmm. the guy coming who's asking for all the unitaskers yeah. Yep. Also, a sedentary individual. You're trying to motivate a little bit. No, actually, it's not. No, <laughs> okay. it's very much not. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, good. I like that. Here's. I have two concerns. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear. One is sometimes the best part of those holiday memories are because of the cabin fever sort of thing, mm. right? And I know in the moment it feels like you're bored and you're cooped up and there's fights, but then nice nice game of Catan breaks out i do love Catan, right and but you got to leave space for those games to break out because uh, if they if they don't you're gonna you could be missing out on some of those what i think a lot of people want about the christmas season is sort of just sitting around eating drinking some beers playing games telling stories watching movies so that's a good point caution number one. A very good caution point. number two along really along the same lines is you know how sometimes you go to something and every minute is is planned and you got to go from one thing to the next and the next and there's just mm. too many it just feels like this artificial structure has been imposed on the on the, yes, on the event and i hate that i hate right. when that happens yeah so you got to watch out for that That's sounds like point. you sounds like you already will watch out for that cuz you hate that yeah I, you know i don't think it's going to be that quite planned but right um, good no but that that's a good that's a, those, are, those are good cautions space. Good. leave room, I, room for the I, holy ghost <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> good. All right. Well, I like it. I like the idea of an active, active holiday. Yeah. All right. Good. Next topic. <laughs> next. Next topic is something that Katie and I have been debating, and uh, I love your opinion on this, and I love to hear <laughs> okay. what what other people have, and that's uh, that's around Christmas decorations, right? So, I. I'm more on the minimalist side of Christmas decorations. I love a good Christmas tree. I love some uh, Christmas tree clippings on the mantle or, you know, a wreath on the door, that kind of thing. Uh, but other than that, you know, I like to keep it pretty minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in white part lights because white I, lights over colored oh white lights for sure you like elegant yeah. elegant style elegant simple mm-hmm. uh classy right uh in part because when i when i you know growing up and and i think just in general when i walk into a house where christmas decorations have just like exploded all over the existing decorations mm-hmm. then it just feels way too cluttered for me right and, and it's just bad. you know it's uncomfortable when you're sitting in it for a month or six weeks or whatever um yeah so and and you know and if you have like all these christmas decorations you gotta storm all year and they just take up all the space so yeah. I, you know i'm definitely more on the minimalist side of christmas decorating katie on the other hand is is not uh, <laughs> she loves christmas decorations and, and it brings her a lot of joy and I totally appreciate that, um, but you know. But I wonder, I wonder where you fall on this because I know you guys love some Christmas decorations, but I also know that you're all into the minimalist stuff. Yeah, that's that's an interesting question. I I do like Christmas decorations. I've always really liked Christmas. I mean, all kids do, but my birthday was the next day after it, and so it always just ended up being my favorite season. So I just loved it. Always loved everything about it: Christmas music, Christmas decorations. The earlier, the better, as far as I was concerned, and I still feel that way. I wish they would. I wish. I wish Halloween would be the official start date, and it kind of is becoming that, <laughs> of Christmas music in Starbucks and decorations <laughs> coming out. And I think it kind of is. We've sort of done away with Thanksgiving, which I think mm-hmm. is for the best. Uh, so I yeah, like all that, that stuff. Is Christmas, or Thanksgiving is just a Stepping stone. to re- refuel you for Christmas or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's a practice run for practice. for family gathering something. Uh, so... But I, you're right. I don't like... So I, I think I like Christmas decorations. I like the colored lights. I'm into that idea. Uh, with kids, it actually... You know, we have we have more stuff than I would otherwise want. But I really like seeing the kids have fun with it. Uh, so I'm not at all opposed to cluttered sort of Christmas stuff because of the kids. If I didn't have kids, I think I definitely would be. And would definitely be. And I, I think in general, if you can find... I like your idea, Doug, of not, not putting decorations on top of other de- decorations. So if you can actually change your house seasonally so that some things go away when it's christmas season mm-hmm. when the other things come out i think that's a good thing but i think yeah i think that that's that's going to be key to uh that's going to be the good compromise for us not that not that she wants it to get cluttered right of course not um but you know i think that that's going to be that's going to be what happens has to happen we take things away and we put things in good well there you go you have a nice solution then yeah does she like the colored lights no, no, no. She we, have, we have very similar taste. Okay. Just, just around the bound. Good. I, I am a fan of those bulbous, large colored lights that get hot. Mm. You know those? No. Like you, you see at Like, like the uh, classic Christmas light. Like, like if you were to draw a picture of Christmas lights. Ah. You know what you draw? That little bulb thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. opaque, but uh-huh. red or blue or whatever. Yeah, I'm into that. Okay. I'm also into chili peppers that are... That are lit up. <laughs> How did that become a thing? I don't know, but it's but it's festive and southwestern. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I think we should uh, wrap up with your list here. And okay. So I hope this is. Oh, oh, why don't what? I? Why don't I share my? Why don't we go out on your list and I'll share my um, I'll share my drink now. Oh yeah. How do you drink from Doug? What is it? Mold mold something. It's, no, yeah, a little different this year. Usually, I do some sort of mulled cider or mulled mm-hmm. uh, wine, um, but I'm going. I, I'm doing a little tribute to my uh, my Nomi Athlete colleague and co-host of Nomi Athlete Radio, and um, <laughs> and doing a winter sangria this year. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've so never even heard of that. I you know I had neither, but I was I was flipping through some cocktail books and wow. Um, uh, it's it's red uh, red wine, of course, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then just kind of winter fruit, so apples, pomegranate, cranberries, clementines, and a hint of rosemary. So you make like a re- regular traditional sangria, but with just with kind of the winter hmm. fruits to it. I like that. Very interesting. Yeah. I'll, I'll be eager to hear how that turns out, and maybe I will make myself that. I'll, you'll uh, have to you send should. me that link for the recipe of that if you have, or is it in your cocktail book? Uh, no, I found I, this. I, I, actually, this one I found online. Okay, well, send me that link, please, because I will do if that. If I can't find it, then I, we will make that in Spain. It seems like a great idea. In Spain, they have this drink called Cali Mocha. Have you ever heard of that, Doug? From your no. Mexican days? No, no. It's red wine 
the cheapest red wine you can find, which is really cheap. You can get like a box, like a like a veggie stock size box of red wine for like fifty cents in, in Spanish grocery stores. So mm. it mu- and I, we didn't try those, but they must be just terrible. I can imagine. <laughs> um, but you know, also sort of you know, peasant peasant red wine, right? Like, and not saying people who buy that are peasants, <laughs> but table like yeah, like I, like the red like it's in its roots. I don't think I could be wrong with this. I don't think wine is a fancy snobby thing i think it's just this sort of everyday thing that people would make from grapes and just have at the table so i think you know nothing wrong with with really cheap wine that is that is in in that in that vein i guess but anyway it makes it half and half with uh coca-cola and it's the worst drink you can imagine but (laughs) i have heard of this that sounds terrible it's really bad i don't know what they like about it and i don't even know anyone else who likes it but it's just like this traditional thing not not Christmas time, just like the teenagers drink it, and I don't know for some reason that I thought of that when you mentioned red wine cocktail. <laughs> Classy sangria here. Yeah, no, I, that seems great. I'm I'm actually like that, and I like that you're doing a tribute to me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> course you, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, speaking of that, you mentioned pomegranates. Uh huh. And the other day, out of the blue, you texted me and said, "What was that food you were making when you chopped the tip of your thumb off?" <laughs> two Christmases ago, <laughs> and and the answer was it was from Chloe's Vegan Italian Cookbook or Chloe's yep. Vegan Italian Kitchen or something is the cookbook name, and it's crostini that you you just slice up and broil and then put some bean spread and some pomegranates and some mint mint leaves and it was the mint chopping of those mint leaves where I chopped the tip of my thumb off. Uh, what was that for? Did you have some sort of festive occasion that I wasn't privy to? Well, if you weren't if you weren't abandoning all of your friends and family for Christmas, then you would be around this weekend to attend my daughter's first birthday party. Oh, so we didn't even get a like a an honorary invitation, even though you did. We you knew. absolutely did. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. In the mail, well, it was it was an evite. I didn't get an evite. Gotta go green. Uh, yeah, I think you probably did. Definitely it's possible. Did not. It's possible. Aaron was the only one. Possible. Aaron only got. Yeah. Um. Uh, but we're we're doing that for the for the birthday party. Nice. I was just going to ask you about that. Is it, if this is baby's first Christmas or not? And I think it's not, right? No, it's not. She was born the sixteenth, so uh, okay, it'll be her second Christmas. Although it'll be the none of us really remember last Christmas because we were all kind of walking around in the haze. Yeah. Um. So this will be the first real Christmas, I would say. Cool. But uh, Good. yeah, no, it's her birthday is on the sixteenth. We're gonna have a little. We'll get together at the house, and and uh, that's that is on the menu. All right, nice. Yeah, did you find, so appreciate did you find you, the actual uh, recipe, or did you just no, do the thing we're, I we're using the no athlete white bean spread, and uh, oh and yeah, that'll work. Pomegranate cement. There you go. That'll be good. Yeah, it makes that's a festive little treat. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, anything else before I before I list my movies? No, let's let's go out <laughs> okay. on the. On your so top here's, 18 Christmas movies. <laughs> here's how this list is. Here's how this list came about. Okay. It's no secret that I like Christmas movies. And I I think I think anyone who is into the Christmas movies gets it. Your cousin Mary got it. That they don't have to be good to be really enjoyable. Mm. Like the made-for-TV. That's why I like those ABC Family ones. Now now Freeform. That's why I like them. Because they're, they're, there's nothing good really about them. The, the Most of the conflict usually is is that this big giant corporation has just moved into this small town that the, the, the widower has moved back to, and the corporation's <laughs> going to ruin something giant in town unless they save it. Like the corporation's going to buy up you know, something and do- bulldoze it and make a parking lot. right? So that, that's right. the nature of the conflict in most of these. So it's just like nobody's stressed. You're just stressed about that. No one's, no one's getting murdered. It's just, it's just <laughs> nice stuff. And so that's why I like these movies. Um, so anyway, we... I've gotten increasingly into them over the years. I try to watch as many as I can. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but Christmas season, I just I just try to do it. Try to get one a night, one movie a night. This year, though, with going to Spain, we don't. I don't know what the Netflix situation is in Spain. We we talked about this on the Hangout as well. We don't know if it's. Uh, I know I've been in. I think I'm honest in Italy or something. I couldn't do any sort of the services you would think would work turned out they don't work because there's licensing arrangements and the films aren't licensed there i don't know what, mm. what it was but so we thought we might not have very much many christmas movie nights if we're leaving on the 14th or 13th so we we started pretty much as soon as actually on thanksgiving we watched elf the night of thanksgiving 
Um, and then we just started slamming through Christmas movies. So I, I made a list as I was doing this because I was like, I, we got to make sure we get this one and this one and this one. Like, we can't miss these favorites. Heaven forbid. Right. We can't, couldn't do that. So anyway, um, the list that I made, which we have watched now all but two of, Ooh. I'm, I'm going to reveal it here just so that people, people can get inspired. Okay. Um, Elf. There you uh-huh. go. Is that a drum roll, Doug? That is a drum a roll. timpani roll? Oh, okay. Sounds, sounds yeah. like a timpani, actually. Well, Which works just as dramatically. Maybe more dramatic. Elf. Home Alone 1. Home Alone 2. Christmas Vacation. Holiday in Handcuffs. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus 2. The Santa Claus 3. Jingle All the Way. Christmas with the Cranks. Polar Express. A Christmas Carol. The Disney one with Jim Carrey. The uh-huh. Grinch. Also the Disney one with Jim Carrey. Not the Ridge. The, the Ridge is good, but but just, you know, no reason to watch that one. Let me get the other one. <laughs> uh, Desperately Seeking Santa, which is maybe my number two favorite movie behind Holiday in Handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, new this year on Netflix, The Christmas Prince. Boom. <laughs> so so that, <laughs> that, is, that is the list. I haven't yet gotten to Desperately Seeking Santa because that's a little harder to locate. Um, and we haven't done Polar Express yet, but we've done all the others. We've done several of those multiple times now. Uh, you know, we keep we try new ones, and only certain ones stick stay on the list. Last year we we did Home Alone three and Home Alone four, and that was uh, that was just a bad road to go down. So we we've axed those from our list, and uh, I don't know. I just I just like them. I'm starting to identify themes that run throughout them, like the corporate thing. Uh-huh. You get a lot of uh, I think I mentioned this before. You get a lot of Kind of like, kind of like, uh, what's the word? High-powered corporate bigwig type who loses the loses the Christmas spirit. Yeah. And then often they will return home to their hometown, or they'll run into somebody from their childhood, or their grandmother dies, or something. Something is going on, and then and then they they rediscover it in the process, and they end up making a dramatic decision at the end that, you know, sets them back on a new course. Sounds a little like the Christmas story to me. <laughs> what's the Christmas story? Oh, Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol, yeah, yeah. I think a Christmas Story is that that Ralphie one with Red yeah, Rider and all that. That's different. One. Yeah, that, that that I'm calling that not a good Christmas movie. I know people love that. <laughs> I just, it just, I don't get it. You know, if this whole no athlete thing doesn't work out for you, you could always uh, have a career in reviewing Christmas. I movies. actually have thought about this, Doug. <laughs> Here, I did a little domain searching, domain and soul searching for things like ChristmasMovieNerd.com or terrible christmas movies or some something like that because i it also goes into music and stuff like that too that i that i get into that's hilarious so anyway that's uh yes that's for another life i guess i, sh- I shared this last night and but i kind of botched it um netflix <laughs> sent out a tweet yesterday mm-hmm. so that they, they put out this new movie this new netflix original christmas called prince. christmas prince yep. which you which you mentioned yep is on your list uh, and they sent out a tweet that says, to the 53 people who have watched A Christmas Prince every day for the last 18 days, <laughs> who hurt you? <laughs> that is really funny. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah. So I watched it four days in a row, but I didn't watch the whole thing. I just kept get putting it on, and then I would not finish uh, it, and then I'd go to bed. So maybe maybe those people watched a little bit at a time. I bet so. I'm sure that there are kids involved, and... I don't know, but yeah, that's the thing. Days. Yeah, kids involved that 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 adds a lot because we've watched, like I said, Home Alone two three times already, and Santa Claus three a bunch of times. <laughs> so, who <laughs> hurt you? That's that's pretty good. I like that's that, and it's their own movie. That's their own. Their own yeah, thing they're they making fun of yeah, their own movie, which is good. I like that. Uh-huh. Good. Well, I think we should wrap it up. Yep, I do too. Happy holidays. Happy Matt, holidays. I hope you have a the best trip uh, and the best holiday, and I look forward to hearing all about it. Thank you, Doug. I do, too. I hope you guys have a great time at home. I hope you enjoy um, Eliza's birthday party and her first memorable Christmas, I guess. Yep. Um, Yeah, and I guess that's it. And thanks, everyone, for listening to us, of course, for for the year. I'm not sure what we're going to be doing while I'm gone, Doug. We may put on a couple rewinds. We may take a little little break. Uh, But we'll be back as soon as the the new year is around. That's right. We have a bunch of exciting New Year's things to to share with everyone. Yeah. And if by chance you have just joined us for the first time and you found this episode as your first Movie Athlete Radio episode, then I apologize to you for that. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you made it this far. <laughs> right. uh, this isn't what we typically do. We typically talk about vegan fitness or something at least tangentially related to that. Could be motivation, mindset. Could be, you know, once we had a vegan comedian, although he was a runner. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we usually stick kind of close to the topic with, with a few little rambles here and there. But this, this whole episode is all about just rambling, and uh, I will admit it's a little more fun when we can do it together in person and uh, crack open a, a beer, but not, not in the cards this year. Next Didn't year. work out for us. Maybe we'll have a New Year's episode that will be that. Oh, I like that idea. But then we'd be doing two rambling episodes in a, in a row. Mm. But maybe we could, find, well, maybe we could do a hybrid. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thank you everyone for listening. It is very fun to do this job. Yes. And uh, we are we are so grateful for for all of you guys, and hope that you have happy and healthy holidays. Yes. Enjoy lots of vegan treats, and um, that's right. Keep keep that run streak going. That's right, and then get get jazzed up, amped up for for habit change in the new year. I'm all about that. Absolutely. People, people hate on resolutions, but I think I think New Year's is a great time to think about changes and make them. All right. All right. On that, let's uh, let's say goodbye. All right. Talk to you soon, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> took me. Took me. <laughs>